grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for uh, consideration is Deuteronomy chapter 10. Was that, that was our first reading for this morning, which is um, what we'll be basing our sermon on. Was Jesus asking for too much? After all, he asked this rich young ruler to sell everything that he has, everything, and just give it away to the poor. Was Jesus asking the man to do something completely unnecessary? In reality, Jesus was demanding complete devotion from the man, something that our God even demands from us, that, that, that we give God our whole heart and our whole soul. But this isn't some sort of, of new teaching that, uh, that Jesus comes up with for that rich young ruler. Um, but already in, in, during Old Testament times, uh, during the time of Moses, that Old Testament leader, Moses tells his people, the Israelites, to completely dedicate themselves to God. Now, when we meet up with Moses and the Israelites here, they had just finished a long journey. And maybe you've been on a road trip before in your lifetime, and they can be a a pretty good time. But maybe you've experienced the the feeling of, are we there yet? Uh, When's the next stop? Or just the feeling of being cooped up and cramped in a car for hours upon hours. Before the Israelites, this was not just a a day-long or even a a week-long journey. They had been wandering in the desert for 40 years. And they had really done some, some things that they had really regretted along the way. So now as the Israelites find themselves literally on the banks of the Jordan River to enter into that promised land, the land that was promised to to Abraham, their forefather, Moses turns the attention away from themselves. Instead, he turns their attention to God who loved them first. And now how the Israelites are supposed to respond to God's unswerving love. But this message is, is not just for the Israelites, nor is it for uh, the, that rich young ruler, that, the man that Jesus was talking to. But this message also applies to us. Moses is, is telling us to fear our awesome Father, first by loving Him, and then by serving others. So the story behind the book of Deuteronomy, it often goes untold. So the the Israelites, uh, like I said, had just been on this long journey, and now they're uh, going to enter into this this land that was promised to Abraham, but their faithful leader, Moses, the man who had been with them the whole time, he has to say his final goodbyes. He's not allowed to enter into this promised land because of a sin that he had committed against God uh, while they were still wandering in the desert. So he has to say goodbye in the form of a very long farewell sermon. Think like four hours. And instead of 
putting the attention on them, he explains and applies the law that was already read to them earlier on uh, in the desert. Moses uh, first details everything that had happened when they were wandering. He, he reminds them of all the times that, that they had complained against God, even when he was sending them bread from heaven, manna, for them to eat. He reminds them of the time that they had set up this golden calf to worship. Even when Moses himself was on top of a mountain receiving the very directions from God on how the Israelites were to worship him. They had really made some mistakes while they were wandering in the desert. Moses emphasized that that nothing in them was lovable. Yet God chose them to be his very children. God chose to love them. So then we have our reading this morning. Um, Moses, a frequent refrain in the, in the book of Deuteronomy is, is Moses calling uh, these people to stay faithful to God even as they're going to enter into this, uh, this new land. And um, Moses here proposes this question. How are they to respond to God's unconditional, unswerving love? Well, Moses says, to fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today. Moses is calling for that complete dedication to God, as, as, uh, just like Jesus had for that rich young ruler. Moses says, fear the Lord But it's not as though he's trying to tell the Israelites that they need to be afraid of God. Rather, he wants them to have the proper respect and awe for God and his commands. So Moses continues to to detail more about how these people are to act towards their God. He says, circumcise your hearts, therefore, and do not be stiff-necked any longer. Moses is is basically saying to the people, soften your hearts. Don't be so stubborn and and stuck in your sinful ways. Rather, turn to God and and trust in him to be your awesome father. And why were they to do all of these things? Well, it's for their own good. Moses or God wanted his people to succeed as his chosen nation, the nation that he chose out of all other nations at that time. And so Moses calls these people to completely dedicate themselves to God, to love God with all their heart and all their soul. And doesn't our God ask the very same things from us? It's not that we don't love God, right? After all, you all came here to worship him today. You obviously love God. But it's that we don't love God with our whole heart. Think of it this way. You maybe find yourself following many of the commands of God. But what's that one that you're forgetting or maybe even purposely setting aside? What's that one sin that's getting in the way of of some of your love that is reserved for God? 
Or maybe you, you, you say to yourself, I'm a Christian, but uh, I only find myself taking on that title one day a week here at church, whereas the other six days, well, I do as I please. We do not love God with our whole heart. Instead, because of our sinfulness, we are stuck loving him imperfectly. But remember how God chose to love the Israelites despite their unfaithfulness to him. That is exactly how God chose to love us. God chose to love us as his own children. And that love is best demonstrated in the sending of his son to this earth. Jesus died for sheep that loved to wander. What a blessing it is that God chooses to love us unconditionally. And so now, in response to God's unconditional love for us, of course we want to respond to God's unswerving love by giving him our whole heart. We can go to him daily in his word and hear what he has to say to us. We can go to him in prayer knowing that he wants to listen to his loved child. Ultimately, God's love for us ignites our love for him. Often, this shows itself in service to our neighbor. Moses goes on in the, in the reading to talk about how awesome our God is, how awesome our God is and, and how mighty he is. Um, but it's not as though he's uh, not personal with his creation. Moses says he defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. Moses uh, is telling the people that uh, one way that they can respond to their father's love, not only can they love him back, but also they can love those around them. Moses uses the example of them being uh, loving the foreigner uh, residing among them because that's exactly what they were while they were in Egypt. So now God was the object of their praise. And the Israelites, in turn, were supposed to uh, uh, respond to God's awesome love by loving their neighbor. Where do we find ourselves drawing the line when it comes to responding to our awesome Father's love? I think we maybe just think of it as as just coming to church on Sunday is enough, but, but oftentimes we can also show love to God by serving those around us. But how often we don't do that. How often, instead, uh, uh, we respond out of laziness, thinking that someone else will just take care of it. How often, uh, instead of being motivated by God's love, we are, are, are motivated by our own self-gain in service to another person. How often uh, we, we put ourselves first, when in reality... It's God who, who is first, and, and he tells us to love those around us. And sometimes we love ourselves even, 
even more than we love God. But thankfully, our Savior did not love himself. No, he loved all of us, and he loved those around them. Jesus was always quick to, to help the sick and, 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 and cure blindness and, and help the paralyzed walk. Jesus always looked out for his neighbor. He was perfect in every way. And now because of Jesus' ultimate sacrifice for us, God sees us as having done the very things that Jesus did. And now, responding to God's love for us, not only can we show him our love to him, but also we can love him by loving those around us. So brothers and sisters in Christ, seek out opportunities to show love to those around you. Whether that's here uh, among the family of believers, or maybe it's outside in the community, serving your whole city. Be a light in a dark world. Whether that's, like I said, going out in the community and actively serving, or maybe... You're just praying for those in need right before you go to bed at night. You can love the fatherless and the widow. You can, you can love the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. God's love for us ignites our love for him. And our love for him can show itself in how we act with those around us. So I'll ask the question again. Was Jesus asking too much of that rich young ruler? Is complete dedication too much to ask for? In reality, I think complete dedication is so very little. After all, God has satisfied our greatest need, the need for a Savior. He has, he has forgiven our sins and defeated death forever. So of course we'd want to respond to God's awesome love first by, by loving him and then by, by loving those around us. The Israelites were uh, supposed to follow all of these, these customs and regulations and all the commandments of God and oftentimes it would lead those around them to, to ask them why they lived so differently than the world around them. And they were to tell them, well, we, uh, God loved us first, so we follow all of his commands out of love for him. In the same way, when, when someone tells you, um, when someone tells, or asks, when someone asks you why you live so differently around than the world around you, tell them why. Tell them uh, why you love your Father in heaven, and, and, and that he chose to love you. And that showed itself when he gave his Son to this world. Tell them why that now uh, you serve others so that they might also see your Father's love in your acts of service. But ultimately, tell them why. But also, Tell them the most important thing. 
that they have a Father in heaven who loves them too. Amen. Amen. The peace of God which transcends all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please stand. We'll confess our faith using the